Check. Matt, I got a question for you. What's that question, Nate? Are you going to stay in the music business once you find out that uh, in 2014, <laughs> people spent ten and a half times the amount of money on lottery tickets versus recorded music? And, and another in a long line of reasons why I'm in the wrong business. Altogether. Ten and a half times, my friend. Ten and a half times. That. What I think is that a lot of people spend a lot of money on the lottery. And on this episode of Don't Feed the Trolls, we're going to talk about Powerball. Powerball Lottery is the biggest ever at $1.5 billion. With let's, a B. let's follow Nate as he takes the bait. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Nate. And we want to welcome you to Don't Feed the Trolls. A podcast where we discuss trending topics, art, and culture. Through the lens of our experiences touring the world and creating art vocationally. We hope to bring topics out of the minefield of the comments sections. And into the sphere of reasonable dialogue. Thank you for listening. So I'm here in Nashville, and I'm just about to this gas station to go in and buy some Powerball tickets. How's it going? You guys sell Powerball tickets here, I'm assuming? <laughs> People been, what's that? You do? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone's been buying them, right? Oh yeah, like crazy. Yeah. What's the, how many is like the most someone's bought so far? For two bucks each? Yes. Oh, crazy. That's, that's a lot of tickets. Yeah. How much do you guys get if, if some, you sell the winning? It's like uh, 1%, but... Uh, that's a lot. With, uh, one, uh, one and a half billion. Yeah. That's a lot of money. A couple million. I'll do uh, five Powerball tickets. Quick pick. Unless you got the winning number. Oh, wait. <laughs> Have you bought any tickets? Always. <laughs> How many do you buy? Most of the time, ten. Just ten oh, tickets? Cash. Oh, it's cash only? Okay. So like a normal thing you have to have cash to... Yes. Uh -huh. Really? Oh, yeah. How many uh, winning lottery tickets have you sold here for like other drawings and stuff? A lot? What's the biggest one you've... Or can you remember? 20,000? Crazy. All right, thanks. Have a good, good one. Luck, All right. You. Well, I got five tickets. Cost me 10 bucks. You're such a sucker. Welcome to Don't Feed the Trolls, a podcast where we, we debate without the hate. Eh, we kind of hate each other sometimes. <laughs> we try I'm Nate Henry. To. And I'm Matt McDonald. And on this episode is the highly debated topic, the Powerball Lottery, which is currently at $1.5 billion. But first... Let's read some emails. Don't read the trolls. Don't read the trolls is our first uh, official segment. We try to, we're gonna try to add some stuff into this to make it a little bit more entertaining um, as we go along. Trying to we start get emails. Simple. We get emails lots and lots of trolling emails. Last last episode we talked about making a murderer, and we asked you guys to give us some feedback through the uh, contact form on our website at trollspodcast.com. And Stacy S. from San Diego said, I, I can't even read it. I listened to your last episode, and it made me want to murder my ears. Thank you, Stacy. Oh, oh Stacy. Stacy, that's not nice. Are we asking for people to troll us but with that no, email address? No, I don't know. I mean, it was. She, I think she's being sarcastic. I hope she is. Uh, Kevin from Salt Lake City, City says, is this supposed to be nauseating or exhausting? I can't tell. <laughs> Can you answer that, Nate? Well, I think we're really going for the nauseating effect, but yeah. ex exhausting works too, really. 
we're testing uh, we're doing some testing on some new I feel both of those things on Facebook drugs quite a bit um, uh, and then our final email we got here from Emma in Grand Rapids Michigan I'm so glad you guys aren't making any more music just horrible <laughs> so we well, are we put out another record so. we are we are making music Emma uh, Nate's making uh, music with his band Sherwood um, and I'm making music with my band the classic crime and we're never gonna stop making music so well there you have it all of our listeners are trolls. Send us yes. a line at trollspodcast.com. Keep emailing us your trolling <laughs> thoughts at, what's the email address again? The email address is don't email the trolls at gmail.com. I like it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just want to go right into it. This morning, one thing we do here on Don't Feed the Trolls that I think is pretty cool is if someone has a good dialogue going on, you know, uh, social media, we'll just go right in there and say, hey, come on our podcast and talk about it. Exactly. And this morning, you know, I was thinking we got to do an episode on the lottery and uh, Patrick Hasty, a friend of a friend, wrote this. I work at a gas station in a small town in Iowa from 2008 to 2010. People with no money would spend two or 300 bucks a day on scratch-off tickets in Powerball. They would stand at the counter, scratch their tickets with their fingernails, which were permanently stained gray. Gross. When they won, they put the money right back in towards more tickets, and when they lost, they'd be depressed, angry. And uh, at that job, I saw more violence, aggression over scratch-off tickets than I ever did over alcohol, tobacco, fuel, or any other product we sold. It's gross, sad, but hey, Powerball is high, right? I saw that and I thought, hey, you know, someone who's actually sold some tickets and uh, but you're a comedian for a living, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm a dog walker and a delivery boy for a living. But, yeah, I'm a stand up comedian in New York. Awesome. That's very cool. And, uh, you know, as artists ourselves, we kind of understand how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. The thing you want to do isn't always the thing you have. You get to do all the time. To- but... Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, standing up, stand up's what I do now. I. Uh, but the, all that's from, uh, I'm from Iowa, and uh, yeah, when I was going to college at uh, Iowa State University, I worked at a gas station for years, and it was one of those things that, the lottery especially, I, like my family never played the lottery or anything like that, so I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I knew it was existed, but it wasn't until I got a job where I was selling it all the time that I realized how entrenched it is into society and culture and all that kind of stuff, how, how many people that it was part of their day was to spend 50 to 100 to $200 you know, daily on it. Well, how, so, how are how are these people getting money? Are they wealthy? Would you no, say? No, it's like no, no. It's like well, from what I observed, and and this was a very small town. So like being the guy that worked at the gas station, I kind of got to know everyone because everybody was always popping in, and I don't understand it. It it was people who a lot of times were, um, I would say, uh, uh, below middle income, uh, and they, you know, a lot of them had like uh, some sort of food stamps or government assistance when they would buy food at the store. Like if they were gonna buy eggs or milk or something like that, they would have a card, but then they would still pull out the cash to drop on this stuff. And there were times where I would watch people, uh, you know, spend $150 on tickets and then get $10 on gas because they couldn't afford to fill up their gas tank. But wow. I don't know what the rationale was. Um, it's just I think it's just addiction is yeah, what it, it goes seemed, to. It's, yeah, it seems like addiction because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's reasonable in any way. Mm-mm. Well, no, we had the the worst of it was we had a woman who was a great customer, and I really you know like because you'd see them every day. I got to know this woman, and she was great. And at one, and she bought lottery tickets all the time. She would spend a couple hundred dollars 
a day, if not every two days. Um, and uh, she spent $20,000 chasing that win of $10,000. And it was just heartbreaking to see. Like, we know she wasn't wealthy enough to have that happen, you know? Yeah. Um, I think they just kind of make, they find the money, they make it happen. Just like when people spend, you know, alcoholics, that will spend the money on uh, alcohol or drug addicts that spend the money on drugs. It's like you make it happen by, by uh, forgoing other things in your life. Yeah, it's crazy. So you have to you have to buy lottery tickets with cash, though. Uh, there was a scandal kind of in Iowa where I was selling where um, there was a gas station that like a, in the area that was actually allowing people to buy stuff with their state food stamps, like uh, yeah, uh, government assistance cards. That happened in and Washington, too. Yeah, it was crazy. It, it Thousands and thousands of dollars were being scammed into lottery. That was the thing. They would buy something. Yeah. And then they would just put the money. And so it's 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 a mess. And I don't. It's one of those things I have no answers like I I it was just uh anytime somebody brings up like right now the powerball is huge that's always what I think of is just these faces of these people and the it was always just sadness and anger and ugh. what about I just, I what about um now do you have anything to say about the systemic good if 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 this money is being used towards schools or or stuff like that you know it's kind of like you know what about the argument that it's their choice what they want to do with their money, you know? And if they're going to spend it on stupid things, why not have that money funnel back into, you know, schools or 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 help? Yeah, yeah is there any good, is there any good to it you, do you see? Yeah. Oh, I totally think so. Like I I I think anytime money's going back to a community, it can be a good thing. It's just my problem is is it's it's like the way I see it and again, I'm not educated on this. This is just the way it always looked to me was you see ads everywhere for lottery and lotto. You see, uh, uh, especially like in poor neighborhoods and stuff like that. Like I live in Brooklyn, New York right now. And in the poorer neighborhoods, that's where you always see the ads, you know, Powerball's at this, That's at the, because that's who's putting this money in. Right. So if you're paying, yeah, it's great to have the money go to the schools and go to education and go to the city and stuff. And, you know, help maybe help roads and help uh, things like that. But if that money is all just coming from the lowest common denominator of yeah. people with money, it's like, it, it it sucks but, right but that's what and that's the I biggest do, critique is that that people are saying this is not um this is not a tax for the poor it's a tax on the poor it's not like we're taking the money from people who are going to play this game who are in the middle class who can afford it we're taking the money from the people who can't afford it and then we're 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 taxing them on it and we're routing it through a system where there's a ton of waste and really it's a lose-lose is what the cr critics would say so there are there there are some statistics on the lottery, and uh, we want to read some of those and see what you think about them. Sure, yeah. According to multiple studies, about 70% of all lottery winners end up going broke or filing for bankruptcy, which I guess anecdotally you've evidenced in some sense. I mean, even if, even at a, a smaller you know, uh, winnings, $10,000, um, they blow it. You know, it's not, like, uh, it's not like a lot of them are wise. Um, so that that at least we see in a recent study of lottery winners, only 55 percent of them felt like they were happier after winning the lottery than before. And um, so 55, that's like a pretty split down the middle, like a little, a little bit, five percent more than than half think that they're actually happier from winning. Oh, maybe you don't. Do I have to come right that out and tell you everything? Give me some money.
if you've been like, well, I just won $150 last week, so this next card could be $150 again. Um, I could totally see that. I could see that getting to the point where you win $5 million and then you're still just chasing that $5 million again because of how good it would feel once right. you won it and how validated yeah. you feel once you win it. It's not about happiness. It's about that initial kick of adrenaline. Totally. And, and that's the thing that, that, that puts people in, in GA. Yeah, I used life. to play online poker, and it was kind of the same thing. You know, I'd play a $200 sit-and-go, win 500 bucks or 800 bucks, and then I'd and then I'd be like, oh, I gotta I gotta play again, right? And then I'd and then I'd lose a couple games, and then I'd be back to where I started, and it was always just this. I always felt like I was chasing my tail the whole time. Yeah, um, I, I maybe it's it, the same thing. You know, I, I I guess for me, it just lottery tickets have never been appealing. But yeah, I, and that it's that's because we're lucky. We're lucky that we don't have that hmm. kick or that gene that makes you chase that. But I would see so many people, and the the thing that surprised me was there was never like a. Like you could never put your finger on it. Like there was never a certain person, you know? Um, yeah. Like when I when I worked at the gas station, you could tell when a guy would come in sometimes, you'd be like, oh, that's the guy that's gonna buy a 12 pack of beer at 8 a.m. Uh, right. You could tell things like that. You could tell the people that were on drugs on, you know, you could see when meth was in a person's face, you could tell it. But like with the lottery, it would be everything from old, young, uh, uh, sometimes it would be kind of well off people, but usually mm. it was just that lower middle class and it would be old, young, uh, all all races. Everybody just, it, it's it, it's just it's DNA. It just it gets in there, and some people just chase it. So you think there's something in all of us that want to win the lottery? Uh, I don't think it's in all of us, but I think it can be in all of us. There's do you a... want to win the lottery? I wouldn't mind it, but like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I mean I'm I'm trying to be a stand-up comedian. Do you think you'd be one of the 44 per percent who lose it all? I probably like, I don't well I don't know because I don't I don't chase it so yeah. like if I did as a goof bought a Powerball and won it all I'd be I think I'd hopefully do right by it you know well I, um, I think the majority of people go bankrupt because you know uh, easy come easy go I think is the, yeah is the thing um, one guy I mean I'm reading about this Brad Duke uh, he won uh, 220 million in um, 2005 and he chose uh, the lump sum of 85 million which was 85 million after taxes um, and he invested it so he did like half in like low risk investments ha half in aggressive investments family foundation paid off his mortgage um, bought, bought, a, bought a used Volkswagen Jetta outright uh, and <laughs> and it, it, bad so, choice small yeah I know it's like uh, so small invest. Uh, he was, anyways. He was he was responsible with his money, and from 2005 to 2008, he grew it from 85 million to 130. Now that's a success story of someone who's doing, you know, he's being responsible with the money he was given. Now there's some biggest losers stories. Um, I looked up this guy Billy Bob Harrell Jr., who uh, was a for former a Pentecostal preacher. In 1997, he won 32 million before taxes. And he chose uh, 25 annual checks of 1.24 million, which I don't know. I think the annual checks is probably a good way to go. But um, but he ended up buying a Texas ranch. He bought six homes for family members. He bought numerous vehicles for himself and his family. Loaned his money out to family and friends. And after just 20 months, he went bankrupt. Which means the bank even knows that for for 20 uh, for like 23 years, he's getting 1.24 million. And he can, and he can't sustain it. So he went bankrupt after 20 months and committed suicide. 
No. Wow. He commit, yeah. Oh, that's sad. So 32 million. I mean, it's just. It's uh, suicide. Another, I, I've read stories all the time where someone ends up dead. And another yeah. one, Andrew Jack Whittaker, uh, he won 315 million, and he took the 114 million lump sum after taxes. Um, he was robbed twice while at a strip club, losing a total of uh, $745,000. <laughs> he was sued by uh, Caesars in Atlantic City uh, for bouncing $1.5 million worth of checks. He donated 10% to Christian charities. Uh, he he created his own foundation uh, with $14 million. Um, and after 20 months, he continues to live in uh, West Virginia, divorced and an alcoholic now. And uh, what he has to say about it is, I wish I would have torn the ticket up. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's kind of you, you say wanna... in your post, too. You say, you know, you saw it more violence, aggression yeah. than alcohol and tobacco, which is kind of yeah. a, a bold thing to say. And do you have anything more to say about that? Because that, that's kind of what Matt just described. Yeah, you're essentially well, calling gambling would... addiction a more volatile, um, emotional connection than even alcohol. I, I don't know about in the long run because obviously I've seen I've had friends and I've seen people's lives wrecked by alcohol and drugs and stuff and but uh, but at the point of sale a hundred percent I would have people come in and there would be times where like if uh, you know at 2 a.m. we can't sell alcohol anymore and you know drunk people or people who wanted to buy more beer they'd be mad you know or you'd have to turn away something mm. there's something but when somebody drops two hundred dollars on a fifty dollar on fifty dollar scratch off tickets and they buy five of them and then they lose on all of them yeah the the and it's and it's these people i mean hmm. i literally think that when they buy the tickets they go in thinking they're going to win every time like i'm not i'm a very pessimistic per not i'm not pessimistic but i'm uh i would Realist. assume i'm yeah kind of like that but i would assume i'm gonna i'm gonna lose you know and so yeah. if i do win something it's exciting but these people would get mad and it, we'd have people that would slam their hands down on the counter uh, we'd have people that would knock uh, displays over and break stuff, threaten employees and things like that. Because, and and, wow. and sometimes I, I, it's just because the the want is there. And the weird thing behind it is, is this is like this happy. You see the lottery commercials, and it's all you know. You can have it all and stuff like that. And that gets in people's heads. It's the whole American dream, you know. But I think, I think, a lot of the the failure, like when you were reading about the people who um, everything kind of fell apart for them, that I think comes from just people who have no money ever getting money and you see that with like um like there was that great 30 for 30 documentary about the nfl about right. players who went broke because they get in the nfl they get millions of dollars they buy the biggest house and all the cars right. and then maybe they get injured and they're out they and so that's just it, yeah. that's just kind of a, an american problem we have is sure. like uh we want and we don't know how to take care sure i think that's the same for the nba too like half of all totally, NBA yeah. players are broke within five years or something yeah it's um, we need a fact checker on this podcast, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think everything I've been saying is 100, percent but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank yeah, just, thank you, Patrick, for uh, for chiming in and for your uh, for your experience and sharing that with us. We really appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yeah. No do you have uh, any uh, anything you want to plug? Like, uh, playing any shows or? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, well, anybody? Yeah, anybody listening can follow me on uh, Twitter at Patrick Hasty. Uh, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E um, and then uh, I run a show in uh, New York uh, at the Creek in the Cave in Queens called uh, Jackknife Comedy it's the third Wednesday of every month it's a fun popular show 
Uh, we always have great comics on it. Um, it's free, so sweet. Uh, come look at that, yeah, and just yeah, have fun, live forever. That's my goal. Be cool, be nice to everybody. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> love it, Patrick. Thank you yeah. so much, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for not thanks feeding so much, the guys. trolls on uh, social <laughs> media. We appreciate it. Have, yeah. have a great one, guys. All right, take care. all right. Thanks so much. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever really actually talked to anybody who's worked at a convenience store in length about what that was like. Yeah. Like, just talking about, like, knowing who's going to buy the beer the first thing in the morning and try to, like, identify the different types of customers and um, and just that this, this, this gambling addiction that the state is, I mean, kind of feeding into, I guess. Well, I um, actually worked at a gas station in high school. Did you sell tickets? We didn't sell tickets, yeah. booze, or anything bad. Yeah. I don't even think we sold cigarettes. So no, I think we might have sold cigarettes. I was as bad as it what got. What a pointless gas station. Well, we were auto auto mechanic. I was a grease monkey, oh, so okay. I learned how to change oil and stuff like that, which came in handy when I got on the road. Yeah, absolutely. So I was the guy. I was always fixing the van and all that crap, but um, never saw any of that. So it's it's interesting to hear like that would be a pretty miserable job. I think honestly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's a. It's something you want to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> so the question is, Nate, do you really want to win the lottery? Uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, I think the more I think about it and the statistics, even though I'm kind of a penny pincher by nature, I would say uh, I don't. I I don't want to, because the percentages of you know, like ninety percent of winners lose friends. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of sensitive to that already in my life. So imagine just, you right. know, people just being weird to you. I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I don't want to deal with. Well, all It'd the, be cool to have some money, but you know, all the stats on happiness is, is really, I mean, that's, it's eye opening for me just to see the family income, you know, once you, once you get over a median, I mean, obviously adjusted for inflation and cost of living, but of $75,000 a year, once you get above that happiness doesn't really change. And in fact, it diminishes studies show at like 160 grand a year. Um, obviously in Seattle, that would be quite a bit higher just because it's expensive to live here. But, but just seeing stuff like that and going, you know what money, like, you know, the Beatles said it right. Money can't buy you love. You know, you can't, Oh no, you cannot be happy with more money, more money, more problems. I mean, you know what I think the the best statistic is what 32% of winners gain weight. Well, I mean, if you, you're struggling with um, with gaining weight, <laughs> maybe the lottery's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All you skinny people out there, yeah. play the lottery. No, I mean, that's just funny. You just probably sit around and eat bonbons all day because what else are you going to do? Well, who cares? You're rich, you know? You don't have to struggle for anything. And that's the thing for me, too, is, like, as a creative person, I need struggle. I need a le- level of discomfort, and that's what drives me forward hmm. to create. Um, if everything's too comfortable, you can't create in that situation yeah i mean that's why you have a stand-up desk right that's why i have a stand-up desk so i can be discomfortable so my back can hurt and my hips can throb and my feet can yeah no well no i think the i think uh i think you're onto something there that like we all kind of need to be motivated and if someone just hands you a silver platter sure uh, eventually you're just going to be fat lazy you can turn it into job of the hut and what are you going to do with your life i mean at that point like what's your motivation so i guess going into this i thought man i'd love to to win the lottery i just saw these great things with it and um maybe not maybe maybe it would totally suck yeah i, I kind of pastor that commits suicide yeah man yeah. that's interesting 
Yeah, it just goes to show, like, doesn't matter who you are. We all have weird preconceptions about what money will do for us. And so you don't want to win the lottery? No, now. I have a lot of freedom right now, and I wouldn't want to jeopardize my freedom. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't want to jeopardize my relationships. I wouldn't want to have the burden of knowing, like, the one guy who who was very planned out with his investments. You know, yeah. that he he there was a lot of sleepless nights. I'm sure for him trying to figure out yeah. how to grow that wealth how to responsibly manage it. And I just don't need that problem in my life. I, I eat three meals a day. Yeah. I'm not a materialistic person. I have everything I want. If I want something, I'll go get it. I, you know, I'm average middle class and I'm happy. So I don't, yeah. I don't need money. I don't need any more money. Well, I need enough I th- money, but I th- not that I think much. my, my <laughs> what was that? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. My, my last thought is, I guess, the, the psychological understanding that everyone has it seems as though everyone has this response when they dream it's like oh i would do all these good things um sure sure and that's kind of the last thing i want to talk about is like we all think like oh if we get this huge check we're gonna we're gonna be the ones to save the world and um <laughs> i don't know it changes it's, you yeah in a way yeah right away everyone thinks they're gonna do something good like oh god give me the money because i'm gonna go out and give to the poor sure well not wor- those guys the worst is the worst is when people say i'm gonna work so hard and I'm going to get ahead, and when I finally get ahead, then I'll give money back. Um, yeah. where, where, where you're saying the end justifies the means in a way. So uh, you're, if, you, if you make your means of, of getting wealthy, if that's your, if that's your means, then the, the, the end will be you keeping your wealth. If you're generous along the way, you know, if you're already mm. a generous person and you win the lottery, chances are you're going to be generous. You know? Yeah. That's just, I, I just think that you're that, not going to change it suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. You but are who maybe, you are. I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the stats are yeah. on that, but no, I guess, I mean, that's really an interesting response that I see to be pretty common. What would you buy if you won the lottery, Matt? What would I buy? What's if you won the lottery, what's the thing that you would buy first? Um, like a nice RV. And then you would just tour around and play music. I guess so. I mean, I, I, it would be cool to have like a nicer kind of studio, but this is nice that I'm in right now. So I don't, you know, I'm not complaining. Would you do the like Mark Zuckerberg thing and give away 90% of it so you could kind of be free of it? Yeah. Yeah. I would probably commit it to a number of different, you know, I don't know, charities or medical research studies and try to try to help the world i don't know I, I honestly don't know my whole psyche could change that's why i'm scared of getting any level of uh riches so it's sort of the unknown is is really the problem is people don't really know what yeah, is gonna happen. i am happy now i'm happy you know so why sco- why why uh why mess with that yeah and that's a good place to stay because those trolls out there aren't happy no they're haters they're and they're out me. there <laughs> just chewing on people's legs on facebook that's just right. being lame so don't feed the trolls. Don't feed them. And if you want to uh, email us, yes, you, you, can, you can. You can at don't email the trolls at gmail.com. And you can also go to trollspodcast.com. Send us uh, some feedback. Maybe we'll read your emails or your your, uh, your comments or your questions, whatever. Yeah. Do you have any interesting episode. lottery stories? Like your mom won the lottery and you have a you know, little thing you want to say about it, let us know. Also, if you want to fact check us, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Yeah, fact check us all day. Maybe getting really rich is good for everybody. Maybe it's like half of all people in the lottery gain weight. Yeah, we could be wrong. Until, right. until next time, thank you guys for listening. All right. Bye.